The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to him, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is the second Sunday in this season after the Epiphany, where our readings are very focused, almost with a laser beam-like focus on calling, the calling of God, the calling of Christ in our midst. There's an old saying when it comes to callings, if not me, then who? Perhaps even more pressingly, if not now, then when? Our short readings this day focus so sharply and yet raise enormous questions. Jennifer and I have been exchanging emails about what exactly Paul was talking about in his writings to that early Christian community in Corinth sometime in the middle of the first century, a little band of newly baptized disciples whom Paul had cultivated and then left in the midst of Corinth, which is, as I've told you before, was a city where you could buy anything your heart desired, anything you wanted satisfy any lust that you had. And so the Corinthian community was often confused and turned around by all the comings and goings in the wider world. And Paul writes to them with numerous exhortations and instructions. Today's reading appears in the middle of his longest treatment of the subject of marriage, and it's very hard for us to understand what he's talking about, but it's important to remember that Paul is writing centuries before marriage became adopted as a sacrament by the church. Centuries before we had a full understanding of how the church would really integrate into the wider world 
Paul is writing to a community that he founded by teaching that Jesus' return is imminent, so be ready. And so radical was that teaching to his mind and possibly to the minds of his first followers that he said, change nothing about your life. Stay as you were when you were called to this life in Christ. But even just a few years in, the questions are already starting to pop up. What if I want to get married? What do I do with my family? In Roman society of the time, marriage was critically important and it was a highly patriarchal culture so that the whole of the household revolved around the patriarch, the husband or the father. And so to be married and to be given in marriage or taken in marriage was a property transaction. And Paul was concerned that all of the preoccupations with that would get in the way of a vibrant faith, would get in the way of being ready for Jesus' return. And so he cautions the Corinthians not to get overly distracted. And in that short passage today, we hear the sort of rhetorical climax of an entire chapter of his writing where he exhorts the Corinthians to treat all the concerns of their worldly lives as secondary. First and foremost is their call to God in Christ. Everything comes after that. We hear about the power of following, calling in that passage today from Jonah. You remember Jonah. You remember the stories from your childhood and from Sunday school about Jonah and the whale, even though it says a big fish. But, you know, we're not going to get into biology, right? This is after Jonah's experience of being in the belly of the fish for three days. You remember Jonah is the reluctant prophet in a piece which is probably as satirical and as comedic as it is serious. Jonah's first inclination when God calls him to go to Nineveh is to flee that calling. And he ends up on a boat, and the boat is swamped by a storm, and Jonah realizes that the storm is because he has not followed God's calling. He prevails on the sailors to throw him overboard. He ends up in the belly of the fish for three days where he prays, and then the fish spits him out on the shore. And he decides to follow God's instruction and go to Nineveh, a great city, close to modern-day Baghdad, if you like. And it's depicted in the story as one of the greatest cities in all of the known world. So big, in fact, the story goes, it takes three days to walk from one side of it to another, a city filled with all kinds of people whom the story says are wayward. Jonah finally agrees to God's call and he goes to the center of Nineveh and risks life and limb by proclaiming God's wrath and surprise, everyone in Nineveh repents. 
course, the final turn of the story is not about Nineveh, it's about Jonah himself. Because if you were to read on, you'd hear that Jonah goes up on the mountainside because he wants to see the show when God's wrath finally befalls the city. And of course, it doesn't come. And Jonah is not happy. The real conversion of the story, you might say, is not about the great city of Nineveh, but about the reluctant prophet Jonah, whom he discovers is subject to God's will, and God is not subject to his will. That is the true price of following a calling, is it not? To finally subject ourselves to God's will. A hard task. And then we have that vivid reading from today's gospel in Mark. We're only 14 verses into the gospel. John has been arrested. John the Baptist, Jesus' mentor, his cousin, if we follow Luke's narrative. Jesus has picked up the mantle that John the Baptist has left behind, and Jesus knows his days are numbered because John has already been taken up by the authorities of the greater world. And so Jesus is in earnest when he goes to the shores of the Lake of Galilee. And here he encounters his first followers, Simon, James, John, the first apostles. They are fishermen, which means their world is confined to the storms and the weather of the sea, to where the fish may go at a particular time of the year to mending their nets and very early mornings and probably very late nights as well. They know their work. But what we are to take away from Mark's telling of the story today, in a few pithy words, Mark is so efficient with words Everything matters in what he writes. He tells us that when Jesus calls his first followers, they abandon everything, everything they know. Simon just drops the nets and leaves behind the only life he has known to that point. James and John leave their father behind with the hired hands. Even the nets lay unmended. We're left to wonder what their father Zebedee must have thought of all of this. I would imagine he was not very happy. But the thread that connects all of these readings today is a reminder that God's call to us changes everything. You all are here this morning not to please the world. You can't come up with a worldly measure of what we get by gathering as we do with Christ 
community, even virtually, at this time. Of taking an hour or two out of a restful Sunday to gather, to pray, to wonder, to reflect. No worldly measure can tell you what you get from that. But you know that the calling to be here today is a priority for you because everything else in your life is shaped, informed, and guided by our gathering around our beloved Christ. This is the good news of our calling. And it takes effort. It takes discernment, we say. It takes, above all else, faith. Putting God first. And when we put God first, we discover that everything around us is changed. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.